Welcome to Crowdsourcing Revolution. I'm Amanda Rice. It is July 13th, 2023. Today's episode, I'm going to focus on some updates. I don't have any inside information, but I just want to bring some attention to some of the newer information related to Dr. Cornell West running for president in 2024. For those of you who may not know his history, um, Cornell West announced for president first with the People's Party, which is a recognized party in exactly one state and doesn't have a whole lot of ballot access. Shortly after his announcement, which took place on uh, Russell Brand's show on Rumble, um, With the help of Chris Hedges, a journalist, and some other folks, he had a meeting with the people at the Green Party, and he is now seeking the nomination uh, with the Green Party as a candidate for president. Part of that process um, involved a statement by the Green Party of California urging the Green Party nationally to ask Cornell West to run with the Green Party. Given that he only announced a little while ago and until recently hadn't filed anything with the FEC, that's the Federal Elections Commission. Um, There was a filing on June 23rd of this year, so about three weeks ago. Um, It's the Statement of Organization, the Candidate Overview, and right now, the he has a treasurer, and there are two banks listed on the federal paperwork. There's also listed on there a couple of email addresses, treasurer at cornellwest24.org and cornellwest24 at gmail.com. The website's listed as cornellwest2024.com. And the treasurer's name is Nancy Gage, and there's a P.O. box in Dallas, Texas, that is the apparently the campaign P.O. box. The two banks that are currently registered with the FEC are Wells Fargo and PNC Bank. Both are in uh, Texas. There have not been any other filings, according to the what's on the FEC website. And based on, based on all that information that they haven't raised any money yet. And so there have, has been very little um, action so far and getting attention to Dr. West's campaign will be critical.
Jill Stein, a two-time Green Party presidential nominee, has now joined forces with Cornell West, the new face of the party. This is from an article, Brittany Lewis of Forbes, July 10th, this year. West, a former Harvard professor and left-wing social justice activist, announced in June he was entering the 2024 presidential contest running for truth and justice. Stein says she wants to further his cause and has signed on to serve as West's campaign manager. Cornell West is, quote, the right person for America, Stein tells Forbes, adding he is a spokesperson for everyday people. Stein, who says that she initially wanted West to be her running mate back when she was the Green Party's nominee, she calls her work on his campaign an extension of their decades of collaboration on various social movements. Stein serves as Green Party presidential nominee most recently in 2016 and earned the ire of Democrats who accused her of swiping some votes that contributed to Hillary Clinton's loss. In several states, Jill, Stein vote, Jill Stein's vote share exceeded the difference between a Clinton loss and victory. Seven years later, does Stein believe she bears responsibility for the former Secretary of State's defeat? Absolutely not, she emphatically tells Forbes. I think voters resent being told how they have to vote. Everybody has to earn our votes. Nobody owns our votes. It's just antithetical to the basic idea of democracy. And of course, because he couldn't avoid, because he couldn't help himself, former Obama advisor David Axelrod says Cornell West's campaign, presidential campaign, could swing the 2024 election to Trump. This is from an article from Business Insider. That for some reason is not have a date on it. But his main bullet points were that, that the main bullet points are that David Axelrod, who was a White House senior advisor to Obama, said the academic Cor Cornell West's 2024 presidential campaign could siphon votes from President Joe Biden and throw the election to former President Donald Trump. This is a story we have heard before. Neither Biden nor Trump has wrapped up his respective party nomination, but if the two men compete against each other in a rematch of the 2020 election, Axelrod fears that West could sap critical support from Biden in what might be another close contest. In 2016, this is a quotation by Axelrod, in 2016, the Green Party played an outsized role in tipping the election to Donald Trump. Pointing to Jill Stein's candidacy in the contest featuring Trump and the former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. Now, with Cornell West as their likely nominee, they could easily do it again. Risky business. Many Democrats have accused Stein of costing Clinton key support in Washington, in Wisconsin and Michigan in 2016. 
Trump won both states narrowly that year, disrupting decades of Democratic dominance at the presidential level. Biden flipped both states back into the Democratic column in 2020, and holding those states will be critical for the party's chances in, of retaining the White House in 2024. Axelrod is clearly speaking on behalf of the establishment Dems, which I'm pretty sure don't really have our best interests at heart. From the Green Party website, it's a little hard to tell whether they have increased their um, step, professional staff or their volunteers, but the website still is a little bit behind itself in, in terms of information. From the Green Party national site, which is gp.org, there's an article by Black Agenda Report, uh, Ann Garrison. who says, I'm a member of the Green Party and as an alternate to the National Committee and, and an alternate to the National Committee, but nothing I say here represents the party in any way whatsoever. So this is just an individual reviewing of the few of the infrastructural issues involved in a run on both the People's Party and Green Party tickets. As soon as Dr. West announced that he was would run as a candidate of the People's Party, Green discussion lists lit up with the question of whether he might run as a Green as well. On June 9th, Chris Hedges revealed he had arranged a meeting between Dr. West and some Green Party members. On June 10th, the California Green Party, at its annual meeting, voted to write the party's national committee to ask them to initiate conversation with Dr. West about whether he might run as a Green. Before he announced, most of those who interviewed Dr. West seemed to have asked why he didn't choose to run with the Greens, and for obvious reasons. The People's Party has ballot access in only one state, Florida, and in Florida, it doesn't even have access to the presidential ballot. Why? In 1998, Florida voters passed a ballot access law that allows any party to register and qualify for local and state ballots just by filing papers. However, well, which is why there's probably, which is probably why there's, Florida has the most parties listed of any state in the country. However, in 2011, the Florida State Legislature passed a law making it impossible for a party to qualify for the presidential ballot unless it has one collected an astronomical 140,000 petition signatures, or two, run a presidential candidate in one or more other states and be de been designated as a national committee by the Federal Election Commission, which exists to monitor campaign fundraising and expenses. The upshot is that Florida, the one state where the People's Party is currently registered, 
will not be able to put Dr. West on the ballot next year unless it can get collect 140,000 petition signatures. And that's 140,000 legit registered voters whose signatures match the signature on their voter registration. Even if they were to run Dr. West as a write-in candidate, the ballots wouldn't be counted. Votes written in for your cat or your cousin or even Dr. West will not be counted anywhere unless they've qualified as write-in candidates. Now this sentence, this is a an aside by me, this sentence is a little bit backward and makes it seem like it's impossible, but to write Dr. West in and have the ballot count, but it is the case that as long as Dr. West has registered in the states that require registration for write-in candidates, that those votes would be counted as long as he's registered as a write-in, a qualified write-in candidate. If you're interested in how you become a candidate for president, I have a spreadsheet. I will put the link in the show description shortly that lists the different primary dates and all of the complicated related things for running for president because each state has its own rules and regulations about how it is supposed to be running its there's no uniform rules across all the 50 states so there's basically 50 different sets of regulations for how you get onto a ballot Back to the article, and this is from the Green Party website again, gp.org. The laws for winning ballot access are such a paperwork, such a patchwork across the 50 states and Washington, D.C., that I could write 10 pages and make readers' eyes glaze over in two, so I'm not going to do that. I'll share just a few highlights. Qualifying as a party that can run a presidential candidate doesn't require more than filing papers in the second. In, doesn't require more than filing papers in the state of Mississippi. Greens have ballot access there, and the People's Party most likely will soon. Ballot access laws are most challenging in the most populous states, that is, California, Texas, Florida, and New York. In California, a party has to register 75,000 voters, as the Green Party has, and the People's Party has only registered set about 700 so far. The alternative is to collect roughly a million signatures, 10% of the number of votes cast in the last gubernatorial election. The cost of paying signature gatherers is roughly three to $5 per signature. So a party would have to raise roughly three to $5 million or assemble in all but unimaginable number of volunteers just to qualify by signature gathering in California. Speaking on CNN and the Sabby Sab Show, Dr. West said that the People's Party expects to win ballot access all over the country. But speaking as someone who has actually stood on the street asking people to register with a party or sign to put a measure on the ballot, I know how hard it is and how hard it is to get other people to do it unless you have money to pay them. I won't say that the People's Party can't do it, 
but whether Dr. West can inspire a vast army of signature gathering vote register, voter registering People's Party volunteers or raise many millions of dollars to pay them remains to be seen. The Green Party already has 2024 ballot access in 17 states, 1-7, including California, Texas, and Florida. It has legal action to gain ballot access underway in New York, and ballot access drives underway in other states. Its access is secure in Washington, D.C., which has three electoral votes. In 2016, when the party ran Jill Stein, it qualified in 44 states with write-in status in three more and Washington, D.C. So in 2016, it was 47 plus D.C. In 2020, when it ran Howie Hawkins, it qualified in 30 states with write-in access in eight more Washington, and plus Washington, D.C., so when Howie Hawkins ran, it was 39 plus DC. Dr. West has such visibility, visibility and gravitas that we might expect him to qualify on the high side, perhaps even in all 50 states as a Green. At this point, the People's Party lacks not only ballot access, but also institutional presence. Dr. West himself has far more name recognition and he has no doubt turned more attention their way than anything else they've done yet. His announcement was covered by the New York Times, Newsweek, PBS, The New Republic, The Nation, Politico, Fox News, The Hill, MSNBC, NBC, The Wall Street Journal, The Guardian, and many others. Many of these outlets have already covered his run three or four times from different angles by different writers. He's been interviewed by Democracy Now!, USA Today, CNN, The Sabby Sab Show, and Black Agenda Report, and more interviews will no doubt be, keep coming. His life has to have been a media whirlwind ever since he announced. However, anyone looking for further information about the People's Party is likely to have a hard time. As a journalist, I searched the party's website repeatedly for press context during the run-up to the February Rage Against the War Machine rally that they co-sponsored and found none. I finally wrote to the only contact information available to say I was press and would like to talk to someone about the rally in D.C. Crickets. The party's website also lacks institutional information. There are join, volunteer, and donate buttons, but no about button leading to information about party structure, officers, staff, or funding and expense history. There's nothing to tell you how your dollars might have been spent if you donated. The People's Party has 84,000 Twitter followers, while the Green Party has 333,000. But the People's Party has only existed for two and a half years and the Greens for over 20. With a million Twitter followers and a long history in academic and peace and justice movements, Dr. West has considerably more presence than the People's Party. Whether he can bring similar presence to the party remains to be seen, but they have at least begun to build infrastructure around his campaign. 
on the website, clicking on Cornell West, announces his run for president with the People's Party, will lead you to a page with join, volunteer, and donate buttons and a contact button, which can be used for press inquiries. There's no list of staff or advisors yet. If the campaign raises more than $5,000, it will need to begin reporting to the Federal Elections Commission on funds raised and spent. Dr. West and the Greens. Dr. West arguably has more presence than the Greens as well. He's been active for more than five decades, whereas the Green Party has been active for just over two. As a candidate of both the People's Party and the Green Party, he offers great movement and party building potential. Again, however, he needs ballot access, which the Green Party can offer. Given his outsized presence, he might make it possible for the party not only to qualify for the ballot in all 50 states, but also to reach the magic number, 4% of the vote, that would qualify it for substantial federal matching funds. Securing the nomination. The People's Party appears to have simply asked Dr. West to run as their candidate. They did not hold a nominating convention with competing candidates. Now that Dr. West is running as a Green, he will have to go through the process of submitting his candidacy to the Green Party in accordance with its procedures and attend the nominating convention. Five other candidates have registered their candidacies with the party. So Dr. West will be running as the People's Party candidate and a Green Party primary candidate until the Greens can nominate him at their 2024 convention. Running as a fusion can running fusion candidates. This is the last section. Dr. West, the People's Party, and the Greens will be looking at fusion campaigns in states where both parties have secured ballot access. According to Richard Winger, author of Ballot, Ballot Access News, roughly half the states allow fusion campaigns and the other half do not. In, tw in, the, 20 in the 1924 presidential election, so 100 years ago, Winger said, Robert La Follette, a very famous senator, got 17% of the vote as a third party candidate. He was the nominee of the Progressive Party, the farmer. Labor Party, and the Socialist Party. He came in second ahead of the Democrats in many states. He was the last good example of a third-party presidential candidate who was the nominee of several parties. However, some state laws allowing fusion campaigns remain untested, and given the Democrats' hostility toward left third parties who might compete with them, they could well be tested in 2024. According to Richard Winger, obtaining ballot access is such an ordeal that it would make most sense for the Green and People's Parties to divide the work of getting Dr. West on the ballot all over the country, with each party accepting responsibility for various states. However, it is not yet established that these two parties would be open to dividing their efforts in that particular way, since Dr. West is not going to become president Short of a miracle, the goals will be expanding the conversation and building parties. This is an article written by Anne Garrison, who is a Black Agenda Report contributing editor based in the San Francisco Bay Area and a member of the Green Party.
in 2014, she received the Victor, Victor Ingabire Umahosa Democracy, Peace, Democracy and Peace Prize for her reporting in the conflict, uh, reporting on conflict in the African Great Lakes region. And then it has her email address. So we've covered, we've covered that David Axelrod, former senior White House staff advisor, has come out to say, Cornell West is going to make sure that Trump wins because he'll steal votes from Biden. We've heard from a Green Party member talking about running under the Green Party and the kinds of challenges related to that. The last, the last article I want to read is not that long, and it's from the Brookings Institute. It's a commentary. Will Cornell West turn the 2024 presidential election into a rerun of 1948? The two takeaways on this article are a four-way race might, might not go well for Joe Biden in 2024, as it did for Truman in 1948. And then even though Biden gained healthy popular vote in victory in 2020, a shift of, an, a, shift of a handful of votes in three states, Georgia, Arizona, and Wisconsin, would have created a 269 to 269 tie in the Electoral College, throwing the election into the House of Representatives where Trump would have prevailed. The reason I want to put this article into the record is because it, even though it is focused more um, on the, the establishment's point of view, it does bring up some interesting historical facts that are useful in understanding the run in 2024. And this was art, article on the Brookings Institute website um, by, on July 13th, William A. Galston. In 1948, President Harry Truman was on the ropes. He was personally unpopular and faced breakaway candidates from his left, former Vice President Harry Wallace, Henry Wallace, running as the head of the Progressive Party, and to his right, the Dixiecrats, headed by Strom Thurmond. Yes, that's Strom Thurmond, who was in Congress until the 90s, I think, maybe the late 80s. Although Truman lost 2.4% of the popular vote and 39 electoral votes to Thurmond, and another 2.5% of the vote to Wallace, he managed to beat Republican Thomas Dewey by about 4.5 percentage points. The story of the 2024 presidential campaign could be a rerun of 1948 with a different ending. As in 1948, an unpopular incumbent Democratic president may well face Democratic defections to his left and his right. A leading black public intellectual, Cornell West, will be filling 
Henry Wallace's slot as the presidential nominee of the Green Party. To Joe Biden's right, no labels is threatening to run an independent bipartisan ticket that could be headed by centrists such as Larry Hogan, the former never-Trump Republican governor of Maryland, Joe Manchin, the moderate Democrat senator from West Virginia, or Arizona's independent senator, Kirsten Sinema. I would just like to state moderate Democratic senator of West Virginia does not seem quite correct for Joe Manchin. I think that he's not a moderate Democrat at all, but that's my own personal editorializing. It is much too early to assess the impact of this dual threat, but early signs are not encouraging for Biden. And then it goes through a couple of different polls that show that Biden and Trump are so close that if somebody came into the race on the left, they would definitely take votes away from Biden. Joe Biden begins with a narrower advantage in what I am calling the baseline vote. In 2020, when just about everything went right for him, he defeated Trump by 51.3% to 46.8% in the popular vote. Because Biden's baseline edge is three percentage points lower than Truman's, he cannot prevail with losses to his left and right as large as those as Truman experienced. If a four-way election were held tomorrow, Biden will probably lose. Fortunately for the incumbent, the election will not occur for another 16 months. As often happens with new third-party possibilities, Cornell West's 4% showing in the Echelon Insights poll may well prove to be a high watermark. Running on the Green Party ticket in 2016, Jill Stein received just 1.1% of the popular vote. And notably, when the Data for Progress poll replaced the generic no-labels candidate with an actual candidate, Larry Hogan, support for the moderate independent option fell by more than half. Still, Joe Biden's room for maneuver is dangerously small. Even though Stein received just over 1% of the vote in 2016, her vote total was higher than Trump's margin of victory in three key states. Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. With enough electoral votes to turn Hillary Clinton's defeat into a narrow victory. Although we cannot say for sure that Stein cost Clinton the election, which she didn't, we cannot rule out the possibility that she did. Even though Biden gained a healthy popular vote victory in 2020, a shift of a handful of votes in three states, again, Georgia, Arizona, and Wisconsin would have created a 269 to 269 tie in the Electoral College, throwing the election to the House of Representatives. If Cornell West ends up with even half of his current support, he will double Stein's share, imperiling Biden's reelection chances. If a no labels candidate were also in the race, the hill Biden must climb would be even steeper. Wouldn't it be interesting if that article had actually said something along the lines of maybe Biden should be trying to keep those voters instead of just, oh, well, I guess that they'll like Cornell West better.
There's a long article I'm not going to read, partially because it's in Slate, partially because it's long, but it came out July 4th of this year. I will put the link to it in the show notes and try to get it in here in the chat, but it's called Why is America's Green Party Like This? Jill Stein is running Cornell West's campaign. Didn't they learn anything in 2016? Which is just to say, there's not a lot of, it's, I find it very interesting that most of the press that I've been able to find is primarily saying, why is this person doing this thing that's clearly impossible to do except for messing up Joe Biden's chances at keeping the office of president. I would hope that folks take the time to listen to what Cornell West has to say and make a decision not based on left or right or which party, but rather which candidate clearly wants to see the United States of America do better. And I really believe that Cornell West is that person. Whether you do or you don't, I hope that you look into each of the candidates that's running, both in the Democratic primary, in the Republican primary, and with the Green Party. No Labels, I believe, is recognized in Arizona. The Democratic Party is currently suing to get no labels off the ballot, which is seems to be par for the course. They sued in 2022 to keep Matthew Ho, a Green Party candidate running for Senate. They sued to keep him off the ballot. And that's, I find extremely undemocratic. That's the basic news roundup that I've got on Cornell West today. He does have, based on the paperwork that's been filed federally, there is a website. I haven't even tried to go there yet. Let's see if it's there. If you'd like to call in and have something you'd like to contribute or questions you'd like to ask, or if you'd like to engage in conversation on this topic, please feel free. I'm more than more than happy to speak with somebody if you'd like to. I'm glad you guys are here. Yes, it is good. It's, it's cornellwest24.org. And you open that website page. Let me put it in the chat here. Um, Justice is what love looks like in public is the quotation they have up here for Cornell West. And a nice big picture of Dr. West. If you are, um, if you're looking for something to watch about Cornell West, you could go to YouTube, but you could also go to C-SPAN and search Cornell West's name there. He's been on C-SPAN quite a number of times, both promoting books and other things.
the policies are, there's six policy boxes here on his website. The policies are create Drew democracy, revitalize our economy, Medicare for all, end the wars, expand civil liberties, protect the environment. I will be having another I will be having another podcast um, probably in a few days. I'm sorry, I can't tell you which day yet, but there is um, some more about Car- Cornell West, and I'd like to play some clips of Cornell West because one of the things that I think is important is raising the the um, you know, letting people know that that Dr. West is running for president, that they don't have to choose between you know, Tweedledum and Tweedledumer or or Marianne Williamson or RFK Jr. or Nikki Haley, that there that there is an alternative. And I am hopeful because were a Green Party candidate to win the presidency, instead of having a Congress that is fairly evenly split, and then the president is either one party or the other of what who's in Congress. This person is independent of those two major political parties, and the dynamic would be entirely different and could break us out of the kind of duopoly that has been um, solidifying in this country for the last 40 or 50 years specifically. So since my podcast does go out in syndication to the, to the, and or in RSS to the platforms, the iTunes podcast, the Spotify podcast, uh, I'm hoping that there will be more listeners that will hear about Cornell West, look into him more, and we will get some greater support because there's a lot of work to be done. It won't all be done by volunteers, but there are going to need to be a lot of people out there talking and, and acting to, to change what's happening right now. Is a revolution happening? Probably not. Is this a revolution? No. Is it a possible opening of a door a hundred percent and we need to open every door even if every single one so far has been a brick wall when we open the door we have to continue to open the door and have hope because the alternative is wow not very fun to think about thank you guys for being here thank you for being with me amanda rice here on crowdsourcing revolution